the Sports Talk with Devin Wade recap. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. What we think so far. Lakers, were they oversold? Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade briefcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Briefcast 48 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. The Briefcast will want to come to you guys solo without my special teams unit. And I encourage you, if you have not heard the special teams unit, you are definitely going to want to hear from them in past episodes. We'll hear from them in future episodes. But in lieu of that, I do these briefcasts where I come to you guys by myself. If you want to go back and listen to past episodes, you certainly can. Go to wadeswordproductions.com. That's wadeswordproductions.com. And uh, all everything is there. The Sports Talk with Devin Wade uh, page on that website is there. And all the other things, the, the TFE, the Friday Express, all that stuff is there. But you can go and listen to past episodes. That's W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S.com. <laughs> and you can catch up with anything and everything. And please subscribe and you will get the emails uh, from us uh, periodically. Not very frequently. I don't like to bombard you guys with a lot of stuff. But I do want to keep you abreast of what's going on, what we're doing, what we have coming up, and uh, what we've been able to accomplish with your help and your support. So with that, man, I am so glad to be back. And I want to apologize to you guys. I want to give you a sincere apology. It's been a couple of weeks. And it's been a complicated couple of weeks for a couple of different reasons. And I'll get to that in the brand new segment. That's coming up a little bit later on in this briefcast. But I know that I missed the opportunity to talk to you guys and get you through long drives or long flight delays or, or long flights where you could listen on planes. Or if you had relatives you don't want to talk to because of their political views, you could have just escaped to another room and listened to a, a podcast or two. Hopefully you did that anyway maybe you went back and listened to some of them just uh and they were timely and maybe we missed out on some things but you can go, always go back and there's something there for everybody even if uh you missed it at the time you can go back and listen to those uh, past episodes but again i don't know how you found us i'm so glad you did i'm so gl- sorry that i left you guys hanging for a couple of weeks but we're back and uh again thank you so much for tuning in and telling your friends we continue to grow and get better and another thing about missing a couple of weeks i hate to lose the energy and the momentum that comes from uh, what we do constantly but i have been doing the ktsu sports Sports talk every Saturday. So in a way, I know I speak to a lot of you guys each and every Saturday, even if you have missed out on a podcast. I know that some of you have tuned in on on Saturdays with uh, the legend Ralph Cooper, the Silver Fox, and I on KTSU 90.9, your community station. But coming up this episode, we are getting into the headlines, a lot of stuff, and we'll pick and choose some of the things we want to get into. Then we'll get into a segment that we call This or That, where I give you two options, and you tell me this one or that one. After that, we'll get into who was not only nice this past weekend, but who was D-nice. In addition to that, we'll take time out, come back with what's brand new. Then we'll get into, you know, if you went up and had a good time, a lot of teams were on the losing end of those victories, and that's why it's still called the Blues. We'll get into the still called the Blues segment. We the People. Now, the We the People segment is a segment which I will play your phone calls. You can call the Sports Talk with Devin Wade sports line 24 hours a day 
at 832-941-6614. That's 832-941-6614. And leave a message or a comment about anything I've said, anything you want me to talk about, any questions you have. If you want to celebrate your big team, your team's big victory, whatever you want to get. If you want to complain about your coach, you can do all of those things. Again, 832-941-6614. So after we do the We the People segment, we will have a Lamont Award that goes to the big dummy of the episode. And uh, that's somebody who's done something really stupid in the world of sports. And then we'll get into Before I Let Go. So all of that and then some. And again, thank you so much for sharing and telling friends about it, subscribing to the newsletter uh, and the emails. In addition to that, want to remind you guys how you can reach out to me on social media. Go to First and foremost, go to wayswordproductions.com. And then you can go to Twitter. I'm at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D. And, of course, you can find me on Facebook, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group. So, And, and then on Instagram, dwade909. So all of those ways that you can reach out and touch me. With that, let's get into some headlines. In headlines, there's so many things we've missed over the last couple of weeks, but uh, Coach Ron Rivera of the Carolina Panthers finally let go, and we have to see what exactly does that mean for the Carolina Panthers moving forward and one Cam Newton. That happened. In addition to that, the uh, first four, I guess not not the final four, but the first four in the college football playoffs, uh, that came out, and it's all about LSU, Ohio State, well, Ohio State first, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia. Of course, Georgia or LSU, Not I'm not going to give LSU the win. Georgia or LSU may be knocked, well, will be knocked out after the SEC championship. So then you look at either the Utah, Utes or the Oklahoma Sooners if they can get past Baylor or Baylor if they can get past OU in the Big 12 championship. I don't know what will happen there. Uh, We'll have to see, but I don't think the Big 12 will make the leap. I'm hoping that they do because the Pac-12 is absolutely horrible this year. In addition to that, uh, the NBA just robbed the Houston Rockets. Uh, James Harden missed a dunk except for the fact that he made the dunk that would have given the Rockets a 15-point lead. Instead, they had a 13-point lead with seven some odd um, seconds left in the uh, fourth quarter. The Spurs go on to tie and then win the game in double overtime. So what do you do if you are the NBA? Do you go back and replay the last seven minutes and 50-something seconds uh, of the game? Do you award the Rockets the victory? I suspect not much will happen in the way of that, but it's a tough break for the Rockets. I mean, look, I understand. People miss calls. That's a part of any sport and I don't want to take away the human element in a lot of different ways but if you can't get something like the fundamentals of a basket going in the basket and I think what hurt the Rockets in that situation is that Harden ran after the ball I don't know if he was sure if he made it because the way he he sort of went after the rebound sort of quickly instead of just playing ball again they had a 13 then 15 point lead and and I don't know he hustled a lot but he he's had a, a hell of a run what 60 point game I think what he have last night 50 some odd I mean he's just done work so it's been uh, another great phenomenal season for him Clint Capella
Capella, uh, man, again, with the rebounds, he's doing a tremendous job of rebounding for that team. And although there are a lot of warts on that uh, on that frog, I think that uh, they're worth kissing and maybe they'll turn into a princess or something like that. I know I've really screwed up whatever uh, analogy I'm trying to make with fairy tales. So a lot going on. Swag championships coming up. And, uh, again, the Alcorn State Braves host that, and they will host the Southern Jags. We may hear from somebody who covers the Jags here soon, but exciting times in the SWAC and all over the country when it comes to uh, the championship games and all of these different conferences. So a lot to look forward to. And, again, I can't go over everything we missed. We missed so much. And, again, I've had an opportunity to be on KTSU Sports Talk, so you guys have been a part of that. So with that, let's go to a segment that we call This or That. The this or that segment is when I come to you guys and I ask you a question. I give you an option between this one or that one, and I usually do it on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade Facebook group page. So if you are a part of that, I want you to be a part of that if you aren't. Uh, But in addition to that, and increasingly, we will ask those questions on the WadesWordProductions.com website, in which uh, you'll have to go to the We the People page for those poll questions. But I asked you about the NFL. What else? I mean, we're we're NFL-centric these days. We're headed down the stretch in the NFL playoffs. So uh, a a lot of teams are jockeying for positions. Some teams will make it. Some teams won't. Some teams will be top seed. Some teams, uh, they won't. So with that in mind, who's going to make the NFC playoffs? Will it be the Philadelphia Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys? Now, everything is uh, pointing to a late season matchup between these two teams. I think week 16, week 17 will be the matchup. Really, it will essentially decide that division since both of these teams are absolutely horrible. That's, that's the worst division in football by far. It's just, it's terrible. You talk about uh, the Cowboys losing to Sam Darnold and the Jets, only to be topped by uh, the Philadelphia Eagles losing Sunday to the Miami Dolphins, which, by the way, Brian Flores is doing a great job. Keep in mind, look, this team was designed to fail. And, and maybe maybe in that, if you go down that line of thinking, He's not doing well because if you're designed to lose and you're not losing, then maybe you're not doing what they intend for you to do. But he is doing a great job. Think about this. This team is not designed to win. You got Josh Rosen. You said he was your guy. Now you went back with Fitzmagic <laughs> since Rosen is not your guy. You trade Laramie Tunzel and uh, Minko Fitzpatrick to the Steelers. You've accumulated all of these draft picks and sort of uh, for the efforts of building for the future and still the Eagles lose to them. So I asked the question, Cowboys, Eagles, <laughs> neither should go. <laughs> I mean, the way they're playing. And you guys, to the tune of 75 to 25%, said the Dallas Cowboys would go and they would clinch it. Now, every big game up against the Chicago Bears on Thursday night. We'll see how that goes. But, you know, you lose to a quality Buffalo team at home on Thanksgiving, and that pretty much sealed, I think, Jason Garrett's fate. I really do think that that sealed his fate unless they go to the NFC Championship. If they catch fire somehow, because they have what you think are all of the pieces. 
you say that you believe in Zeke. You paid him. You have Dak. I think you're going to pay him. I think you are. And you have Amari Cooper, who you love, you traded for, and you believe is your guy, who I don't want to hear any more about him being a top-notch receiver after Stephon Gilmore shut him down a few weeks ago. He, he couldn't do anything against him. He didn't have a catch in the game. He was shut down. And they said, whoa, he's a little hurt, a little banged up. And I know, you know, everybody can have an off day, but no, 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 not at this point of the season when your team needs you and you are the guy you're supposed to be the guy and you get shut down i just no no you're not but nonetheless i would agree with you guys i think the dallas cowboys will after it's all said and done they should just on paper they have the linebackers they have they have Dak. Dak is good enough i mean to win that division Ezekiel Elliott is good enough to win that division. The offensive line is good enough to win the division. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And then the Eagles have been banged up like ridiculously, and they haven't found their sea legs after Nick Foles. I mean, Nick Foles leaves, and that's bad for both Nick Foles and the Philadelphia Eagles. Look, I mean, nobody's a winner in that situation other than Nick Foles' uh, accountant and his uh, his family and his uh, his banker. All of those people are happy, but nonetheless, uh, Cowboys win that one, seventy five twenty five according to you guys next up in this or that seattle seahawks or the uh san francisco 49ers which team is favored to go to the super bowl and the nfc and before you jump all over me and it's already started when even when i posted the question it already started that everybody's talking about well, wait a minute what about the Hudaks? What about the Saints? Well, for the purposes of our conversation, look, you're coming off a great marquee matchup with San Francisco versus the Baltimore Ravens. This was a great, great high-quality game in bad weather. Garoppolo did work. Uh, the running game for San Francisco did work. And then Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I mean, that was a great matchup. That was wonderful. So you're coming off of that. And then Monday night, the Seattle Seahawks beat uh, the Minnesota Vikings. They've already defeated the 49ers once. They'll have to play them again in the final week of the season. But I'll ask you guys, who is the team to beat in that division? Well, who is more likely to go to the Super Bowl? Now, if you take the Saints out of the equation, now, you know, this is this or that. This is not this, that, or that. <laughs> so it's just this or that. So you guys went 66% for the San Francisco 49ers. And maybe it was because of that performance uh, on Sunday. I don't know what that was about. But uh, again, 34% said uh, the Seattle Seahawks. I totally disagree. I think Russell Wilson, if he's not the MVP, and I had him as the MVP for much of the season, I thought he's the, I mean, because I just think he really kind of is. Even with what Lamar Jackson is doing, Lamar Jackson has a an incredible defense, and he has a fantastic running game. Mark Ingram is a difference maker for that team, and he can bang it out. So if you think you're going to put a DB in there to sort of spy on Lamar Jackson and be more athletic and quicker to the ball, guess what? They're just going to bang you with Mark Ingram the second and just bruise you uh, with his you know hardcore running style. So that's a ying, and, and that's a really a thunder lightning kind of matchup uh, or that combination that these guys for the Baltimore Ravens have. So when you look at that and you look at that defense, Seattle's defense is not as good as the Ravens. The, the Legion of Boom is, is dead and gone. And you look at the, the folks around Russell Wilson. He, he just doesn't have – He doesn't, I mean, Chris Carson is good. I think Ingram is better. The wide receivers are what for what. So, uh, But I just think the difference maker, if I had to win a game, 
I am going to pick Russell Wilson to win that game, and I think that I will, uh, without with the exclusion of other teams, I will take the Seattle Seahawks. So I disagree with you guys. You guys say the 49ers. I say the Seattle Seahawks. And finally, the Patriots or the Ravens. Which team is more likely to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl? And you guys have re- – you are really down. And, again, this is a Houston-centric show. So understand that even though we have a worldwide audience, uh, the majority of our listeners are in and around the Houston area. Now that can change, but right. Or maybe, maybe that has nothing to do with the poll itself, but to the tune of 88% people said the Ravens will go to the Super Bowl over the New England Patriots. Now I know that one of my special teams unit members, Kevin Allen, I, he would, would disagree uh, profusely. He, he will not go for that. He says, until you beat the champ, you are not not the champ. And look, I know this is coming off a poor offensive performance, a couple of poor offensive performances by New England. They got some late touchdowns against the Texans, but for the most part, they struggled a whole lot throughout that game. And I mean, I think my team, the team that I picked for the longest has been the Chargers. And the Chargers just... They've lost eight games by less than uh, four points or something crazy like that. I mean, it's a ridiculous uh, way to lose. But uh, I think the Ravens, You, I mean, what about the Chiefs? You can talk about the Chiefs. You want to talk about the Texans? You want to talk about Tennessee who's playing well now? It's a lot to be determined. But right now, if I have to pick between the New England Patriots and the Baltimore Ravens, man, it's hard to pick against the Patriots in one game. But I think I have to agree with you guys right now. Now, are the Ravens peaking too early? Uh, it's hard to say. Maybe. We'll have to see. I mean, there are times when uh, the Rams looked unstoppable last year. There are times when Kansas City looked unstoppable. And think about this. Kansas City looked unstoppable with Pat Mahomes, and he was at home and couldn't get it done against the Patriots in the playoffs. So there's always that. Never underestimate the heart of a champ. Uh, But I will agree with you guys and go with the Ravens. With that, let's talk about not only who was nice, but who was D-nice. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. When you're talking who was D-Nice this weekend, let's start here at home in H-Town. You have to talk about Deshaun Watson, the AFC Player of the Week. Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans was 13 of 25, 234 yards. Not impressive, but he had three touchdowns passing, and he had his first receiving touchdown. So he was uh, involved in all four touchdowns in the Houston Texans' victory over the New England Patriots, their first, well, their second victory in 12 tries. So a big Big, big win for the Houston Texans led by Deshaun Watson. Let's again stay here in H-Town. Houston native Justin Tucker, the Baltimore Ravens kicker. Now, we rarely talk special teams, but we need to talk about this guy because he is big-time clutch. He had a game-winning 49-yarder versus the San Francisco 49ers in what many believe is a Super Bowl preview. I'll tell you what, though. He is 100% in the fourth quarter this season, 9 of 9. And again, no bigger kick than what he had uh, on Sunday. kick on Sunday. Let's go with some Fitz magic. Let's get magical as Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Miami Dolphins quarterback, went 27 of 39, 365 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and a huge upset over the Philadelphia Eagles from the woeful NFC East. Nobody wants to win that division. The Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, nobody wants it. And Fitzpatrick, he did work and got it done against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. 
Mitch Trubisky. He's been much maligned all season long, but he had a big turkey day. 29 of 38, 338 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and he got the Bears. Thanksgiving Day started the right way with a win on the road at Detroit. Now, a guy who has been on my fantasy team all year long, and he's been up and down, and I, that he's one of the reasons why I'm at the bottom of my fantasy football league, but he had a big Sunday. He was D-nice. Robert Woods of the Los Angeles Rams, 13 receptions, 172 yards in a win over the lowly Arizona Cardinals. So those are the players that were D-nice. Let's talk about the teams that were D-nice. I talked about it. The Texans, their first win versus the Patriots. Bill O'Brien's first ever win versus the Patriots. So it was a big deal for him and that organization. And they caught the Patriots at the right time. It's getting late in the season, but that offense is struggling a whole lot. But the, uh, the Texans did not care at all, and they come up with a huge victory. Talked about the Dolphins. Ryan Fitzpatrick did work. Uh, so did uh, the, Devontae Take Parker. I mean, those guys really came up with a big win over Philadelphia, and they've won three out of their last five. And you talk about a guy in Coach Brian Flores. Hey, man, he is low-key coach of the year because they really wanted to tank all season long, and he's doing work. So he was D-nice on Sunday. You talk about coaches doing the best coaching job of their careers. Might be Mike Tomlin of uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are doing work with a third-string quarterback. You're talking about Duck Hodges leading the way. No Ben Roethlisberger. No Le'Veon Bell. No Antonio Brown. Still, this team is competing to be in the playoffs, and they're giving it a great run. And I think they'll get there when it's all said and done. The Ravens keep rolling in that division. They would be nice with the big win over the 49ers. That, I mean, they have a really high-profile body count when you look at their wins this season over the Texans, over the Patriots, over the 49ers. This team is is all about that life right now, but are they peaking too early? Doesn't matter this week because they are D-nice. And finally, Seattle jumped to the second seed in the NFC with a big win at home versus the Minnesota Vikings. Russell Wilson, he's competing also for the MVP award. And this team, you know, you thought that the Legion of Boom was over. They were supposed to be building but they keep going and going and going and they were D-nice and all of these teams and players this week were D-nice with that let's uh, take a time out and come back on the other side we are going to do brand new we're going to get into still called the blues and we're going to have a we the people segment and oh i'm on award and before i let go this is briefcast 48 of the sports talk with devin wade podcast on ktsuradio.com in addition to that on apple Podcasts, on spotify on TuneIn, soundcloud or wherever you get your podcast sports talk with devin wade would like to welcome our new sponsor five dollar jewelry paradise With the help of actress, singer, and independent paparazzi consultant Terry Donald, you can enhance your look and treat yourself without breaking the bank. If you need a little sparkle and that just right accessory to help you shine brighter, visit $5 Jewelry Paradise at $5JewelryParadise.com. You can also join her weekly Facebook Live party Thursdays at 8.45 p.m. Book your very own vending event or home party. And if you think you would like to earn a little extra income, 
income, you too can sling some bling by calling 832-296-1716. In addition to looking great and being inexpensive, all jewelry is nickel and lead free. So start shopping now by going to the number five, the word dollar, jewelryparadise.com. Why not treat yourself to a little sparkle so the world can see you shine? Sports Talk with Devin Wade wants to thank our sponsor, Kofi Bankus and CoBank Homes. The vision at CoBank Homes is simple, and it stems from the belief that clients can trust CoBank to guide them to realize one of, if not the single largest investment decision they will ever make, their home. CoBank simply looks to build lifelong relationships through service. They do this by using faith, knowledge, and technology to guide clients through the process of achieving their real estate goals. Be it buying, selling, or investing in real estate, contact Kofi at 832-757-7950. That's 832-757-7950. CoBank Homes through Keller Williams. It's Shelly Wade, and welcome back to Sports Talk with Devin Wade. Welcome back to Briefcast 48, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. want to remind you guys, if you have music and you want your music heard by us, we can play a portion at the halfway point of the podcast in an entire track or an extended portion of a mix. It does not matter the genre. It doesn't matter uh, what it is other than the fact that we need it to be radio edit. We need it to be somewhat family friendly. We try to do uh, the best we can in that. So with that, uh, music at wadeswordproductions.com, email me and we will make that happen. So with that, let's get into what's brand new. Brand new, brand new, brand new. What's brand new with me is I've been missing you guys mightily, and it's hard to not be able to uh, come to you guys over a couple of weeks. Man, that seems like an eternity, and I'm, I'm so glad you guys have come back and hung with me because I know when you uh, you get to relying on those podcasts, you need those. And, and I wanted to give you guys some things to consume while you were in airports or on the driving cross country or doing whatever you did, a lot of traveling during Thanksgiving for a lot of folks as they go to be with family. And if you have flight delays or if you didn't want to listen to your relatives whatever and I, as i mentioned before uh, we wanted to give you some stuff couldn't quite do it i had some meetings working on some theatrical stuff for 2020 so i had some meetings with that working on some writing so i am a playwright formerly and will be back with the dramatist guild of america so uh, all of those stuff all of those things many of you don't even care about um, but get yourselves ready to buy some tickets to some theater in 2020 as i am going to produce one maybe two things in 2020 and uh, so that's what i've been working on and you uh in addition to that i couldn't find a good time to come to you guys before like major events i couldn't do it on a wednesday because by the time you were ready to consume the podcast hey all of those games that took place on thursday then friday all those games all weekend and i want to come to you guys where i can sort of summarize or either preview some of the action so that's why we pick tuesdays and thursdays when we try to come to you but in addition to all of that it was sort of tough time for me still adjusting to the fact that sort of the the family dynamic my personal family dynamic has changed my second christmas without my mother and we always uh were at mom's house for thanksgiving no matter where in the world we were everybody came together although we didn't most of us didn't i mean 
just wherever, whatever was going on. We were always at mom's house. And uh, and so that is a, an adjustment, trying to get accustomed to new customs, new uh, the new way that other people do things, uh, because we did the same thing for so many years. So uh, that from that standpoint, not having been the greatest mood, but we try to push through it. And, of course, be thankful, because that's what Thanksgiving is all about. And I know that it's a show. I didn't, get, I didn't do any of the Black Friday stuff. But I would love to hear from you guys on uh, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page. If you found any good deals, any sports deals, any any deals, I want to know if it really. I want. I need some anecdotal evidence to see if it in fact well, works and if it's worthwhile for most people. Now I know we have a few fanatics that will get up at 4 a.m. and wait for that big screen TV or whatever it is you're buying. But yeah, let me know about that. So those are the, some of the things that have been uh, brand new with me. You can guys, you guys can let me know what's. Brand new with you as well. But right now, you know, we talk about the folks who were celebrating last weekend. Let's talk about those who have the blues. Their team, their organization, their school lost. So uh, let's talk about who still has the blues. When you're talking about folks who have the blues, let's talk about the folks who lost their gigs over the weekend. Let's start with Ron Rivera. Now, your bet lost so bad to the Washington Redskins over the weekend that they said, no, we're not going to wait to the end of the season to fire you. We're going to fire you now. So he's gone after a big loss to the Washington Redskins. And I tell you what, he'll land on his feet. He's fine. But he was so bad that they had to get him out of there and quick, fast, and in a hurry. He has a blues and the uh, new england patriots continue to play sort of musical kickers as uh, this time kaya forbath is out after missing an extra point versus the houston texans and he what the he'll be the they'll bring in the like the fourth or fifth kicker in new england after goskowski early in the season got hurt nick folk got cut and now uh forbath is the latest uh, casualty of kicking woes in new england let's talk about not a specific player but a unit the Atlanta Falcons offensive line allowed nine yes count them nine sacks versus the New Orleans Saints in a 28-18 loss I'm just telling you that offensive line looked lost and New Orleans looked great but I think it was more about Atlanta looking horrible Daniel Jones Daniel Jones he got banged up and he probably won't start next week or this coming week but he was 20 for 37 with one touchdown and three interceptions in a snowy loss to the Green Bay Packers and he opens up the door to bring back Eli Manning can you believe it? Now, look, I have been painted into a corner where I took up for Eli Manning for the last couple of years uh, from the Silver Fox and others. And I, you know, hey, maybe he'll come back and do like Andy Dalton and give the Giants a valuable win. And finally, Le'Veon Bell, he was supposed to be the missing piece for this uh, this resurgent New York Jets team. You have Sam Darnold, you have Robbie Anderson and other receivers. You have some pieces on the defensive side of the football. And Le'Veon Bell was supposed to give you a potent ground game. Well, Sunday, he he went 10 carries for 32 yards with a long of seven yards. So you held out a whole year. You you fought and kicked and screamed to get out of Pittsburgh for this ish. <laughs> 
you have to have the blues. And if you're talking about teams that have the blues, the Oakland Raiders held Pat Mahomes to 15 completions and 175 yards, and the Chiefs leading Russia only had 44 yards rushing, and you still lost the game 40-9. to How do you do that? It's unbelievable. Cannot believe the Oakland Raiders lost 40-9. to All I do know is they're caught through a garbage-time touchdown that gave me a couple fantasy football wins, and I put a few dollars in my pocket. So thank you, Derek, for that. Sorry that you and the Oakland Raiders still have the blues. The Alabama Crimson Tide, for the first time in the history of the college football playoffs, will not be in it. The quarterback throws two pick sixes, but they still had an opportunity to win at the or actually to send it into overtime at the end, but they missed the kick, lose the game, lose the second of the season, and uh, Nick Saban, they're, they're throwing dirt on him. They're saying it's over. I don't know about that, but I do know that the uh, Crimson Tide do have the blues and how about them cowboys the dallas cowboys continue to lose the quality teams they lose on thanksgiving day this was supposed to be a resurrection day for them after their struggles they they come back for home cooking versus a a very credible buffalo bills team what do they do they lay an egg and i'm telling you that sealed the fate of Jason Garrett. I believe it's over for him. Unless they make a run to the NFC Championship, don't see it happening. And I mentioned that earlier in this podcast, but no. I think all Cowboy fans everywhere have the blues. You know how I can tell? We don't get any Dallas Cowboy phone calls. We don't. We haven't heard from Cowboy fans in weeks. So, yeah, they still have the blues. And how about the Los Angeles Chargers, the team I picked to go to the Super Bowl? This team cannot find a way to win. And as a matter of fact, they find ways to lose close. Every week, they find a way to lose close. They do it again to the Denver Broncos. And I tell you what, it's just absolutely terrible because they have personally given me the blues. And that's why, hey, we got to let Johnny Taylor have it. And it's still cold and blue, y'all. All right. With that, let's go to a segment that we call We the People. In the We the People segment, we check the phone lines, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade Sports Line. And again, I ask you and urge you guys to call about anything and everything. You can call 832-941-6614. That's 832-941-6614. And leave a comment 24 hours a day about anything and everything. Let's check out what we have this time out. Hey, Devin, this is E.L. from Lubbock, Texas. I just want to say I love the show. Keep doing your thing, brother. In regards to the Kaepernick workout, when I first heard the story, and of course the media headlines are trying to lead you a certain way already, I was at the very least puzzled. But once I delved into the facts, I definitely agree with what Colin and his representatives decided. Colin has always kept the big picture in mind. The waiver that they wanted him to sign basically assured that he would not be able to sue the NFL as this was a tryout and getting signed is not promised. Once that was revealed, the NFL's intentions with this sudden workout are clear as day. Second, he only wanted people there that wanted to be there. 25 teams showed up to the original venue, but obviously most of these teams had no intention of giving him a fair chance. How many times have there been anonymous sources with negative feedback on a player that they didn't like to begin with? But because he eliminated some of those warm bodies, who are not truly determined to get a good look at him, 
one NFL executive admitted that his arm talent is elite and that he threw the ball well. So salute to Cap for keeping a good team on his side and not wavering from what he believes in. Thanks, E.L., for your comments. We certainly appreciate hearing from you and any of you that want to reach out and call 832-941-6614. Now, you know, Colin Kaepernick was a really hot-button topic over the last couple of weeks. Uh, as the, the last time I talked a little bit about it uh, with Eddie Robinson, but that was the same day the workout had taken place. And I didn't realize really why I was – Watching the workout, I didn't realize that it changed venue, um, but we did have a chance to talk about it a lot on KTSU Sports Talk, and a lot of people were unhappy with my take about it. And I want to precede by all my comments by saying that we all really want the same thing. Everybody wants Colin Kaepernick in the NFL, and a lot of people know, I mean, most people know that the NFL is full of it. And even this impromptu workout, he, they were full of it. They, they, I don't think that they – ever really had an intention any intentions on having him sign with an NFL team so that's why I don't really understand the workout other than um, you know again trying to show the public oh yeah we tried nobody really wants this guy and I, I don't know but that's that's not even my issue my issue we know what the NFL is and what they've done to this young man and we know that it's wrong and you know I know I, I totally understand why a lot of people are boycotting but here's the deal what I have always said, if you are Colin Kaepernick, you remove any kind of doubt. And, and people say, well, he, he has. I'm saying you put all – you play all offensive football. You play offensive sort of litigation in the public uh, arena. You keep the pressure on them. You do the interviews. You talk to anybody that will give you a microphone, and you tell them, you are not whatever they are trying to characterize you as or the opposition in this situation. It's what has become a very political uh, dispute. You are a guy that just wants justice in America. Do whatever conversations you, you need to have, talk to Oprah. Talk to anybody with a microphone that will listen to you. What bothered me? I don't care. The workout, moving the workout, whatever. It, it probably didn't make a difference. I don't care about any of that. My thing is... When you do an interview after uh, the work, I saying, don't be scared, NFL. Don't be scared, Roger Goodell. You know, what? I, how do you how do you think that that's going to go? You, you, I mean, these are potential employees, 32 potential employers. Is this what you want to put out there? Now, again, people say, well, he can say what he wants. OK, yeah, you can. You could go to any job interview you're able to get and say what you want to say. But no, that's not going to get you the gig. And, and not that he would have got the gig anyway, but you need to remove any, you need to keep the pressure on them and make them look like what they are. And that those are 32 rich, older white guys that don't want to see an African-American speak out. Now deal with that public pressure. Deal with that legacy and that image. Because a lot of what these teams do, they do a lot in the community to appear. And, and maybe in some cases they really are really good corporate partners with the community. And they do a lot of charitable work, blah, blah, blah. We know uh, here in Houston, Bob. Bob McNair did that before he passed away. Did a lot of great stuff in the hood. I give him credit. The ProVision $50 million deal uh, where they gave $50 million to ProVision, uh, a, a school in a 
uh, a really tough part of Houston. I mean, all that is is great. Everything is great, but these sorts of things hurt your image. Now, again, will it ultimately wound the game and make it go away? No, and nor if you would that would it affect the game if Colin Kaepernick was signed, despite the protest of many. They'll go away for a while and they'll be back. So my whole thing with Colin Kaepernick is. Keep the pressure on them. Now, you know, you, okay, he's not Ali. He can't do it the way Ali. Okay, everybody's not as charismatic. Everybody's not. But I, I just don't I just don't understand how you think this thing is going to be uh, resolved. I don't know how you think any of this is going to go if, uh, you know, if you don't put the pressure on them. And so, again, people will disagree with me, and that's fine. And I'd love to hear your comments, 832-941-6614. But at this point, I think everybody is getting tired of the entire situation and i just thought the nfl could do themselves a huge favor by allowing this guy to sign or getting a team making it like like they always do if they want a guy in the league they find a way to get him in the league that's a phone call away where you can say hey look we need you to do this we'll look the other way on that but we want this guy on your roster can you make a space for him And, and you know that can be done in a day but they have chosen to stand and fight on this hill. And I think history will reflect really, really poorly on these owners in this NFL and Roger Goodell and their legacy. Now, what does, what do a billionaire, does, what, does a billionaire really care about what everybody else thinks? I don't know, but I, I think that we, it's up to us to keep the story alive of what they have done to him. You know, we have a lot of work to do, and I applaud him and his efforts for trying to make it happen. But at the same time, hey, man, make the NFL look like what they are. And he's not done a really good job of of, of messaging uh, whatever it is he's fighting for. People will argue with me up and down, and I, I understand that. But we shouldn't have to go on social media and all these different places to, to hear from him. And, and he'll say, well, you know, people say, well, if he sits down with these people, they're just going to edit it out and do what he, you know, make him look however they want him. All of that stuff. But keep the pressure on. And again, at this point, I, I don't know that he wants to play. I, I really don't. I just because if you I've, I've been around people who are hungry, who don't have anything or they don't have opportunities and when you don't when you really really want a gig when you really really want to get back on your feet you do a lot to make that happen and i don't see the desperation and i understand he has his his whatever agreement he came to with the league uh whatever kind of agreement he and eric reed came to i know he has whatever that money is always came with and he has the nike money so he's not truly like man i have to do this this is the most important thing in my life. I don't get that from him in this situation. But, you know, hey, you guys are free to share your opinion with that. With that, let's get into the Lamont Award. I don't want to wish you no bad luck, but I hope your ship sinks. With no lifeboats and no life preservers and a school of piranhas surrounding you, you big dummy. The big dummy of the week is reserved for the folks or the people, the player, the organization, or the entity that we deem a big dummy. If you don't know who Lamont Sanford is, hey, Google him. There's no excuse. And then go to YouTube and watch Lamont because, after all, he was a big, big dummy. We know that because Fred told us so. But this time out, I'm going to a team that should have a Lamont 
statue, a Lamont Sanford statue in front of their uh, their offices, in front of the, the main building. There should be a Lamont Sanford statue in his honor, and it should be Lamont Hall because this organization is filled with big dummies, and it doesn't change this week or this time out uh, because I'm talking about the Cleveland Browns. And when you're talking about the Cleveland Browns, you're talking about just a lot of tomfoolery and we we know about miles garrett and all of the stuff that happened uh, with the fight and baker mayfield is a he is a, a lifetime he's the mount rushmore uh, lamont award recipient not yet I don't, i'll have to break that down to see who is actually the lamont award uh, recipient uh mount rushmore the Mount Rushmore recipients. How about that? Uh, but this time out, it's his head coach. Because after all, we know that uh, coaches are supposed to be leaders of men. They are supposed to be above the fray and lead and guide and direct this billion-dollar organization towards success. And they su- are supposed to live by that and not only inspire, but sort of serve as an example of how we will conduct ourselves. They always say, if you want to know a team's personality, look at their coach and this time our big dummy is head coach freddie kitchens you know why freddie kitchens has not had a lot of discipline first of all he got thrown into a situation and this is a life lesson for a lot of folks sometimes when you they offer you the gig and and i have a very personal reference to this but i won't make it because too many people who know what i'm talking about will know who i'm talking about but then sometimes when you get off of that job and you know you're not ready and you know that uh, you didn't deserve this, you might ought to let it go. You ought to say, no, I, I know I'll have the corner office with the, the view of downtown and I have, you know, sort of the executive suite, but no, I think I'll pass because they're setting you up for failure and that's exactly what the Cleveland Browns did with Freddie Kitchens. You know why? Not only have they, have they classically underachieved the most disappointing team in the NFL this season by far. And again, a lot of the pundits predicted success for the Cleveland Browns with Odell Beckham and Garrett and then Mayfield and and Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt, all of those guys. All of those guys were supposed to make it big. Landry, it's supposed to be a big, big year for Cleveland under the leadership of Freddie Kitchens, who's never been a head coach on any level before. He was a coordinator. Not even a coordinator. He was, no, he was a position coach. He wasn't even a coordinator. But they offered him the big office, and he, he took it, and he shouldn't have, because he may be one and done. If it's me, I'm, I'm thinking, hey, you're one and done. I, I, like, I like some of the foolishness that he does. I do. I really do. It kind of reminds me of of a sort of a dollar store version of Jerry Glanville because Jerry Glanville was winning, but this is what he did. So you go through the fight and you tell people the, the big fracas between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. And you go through all that and you hand, you get handed this punishment. that will really end your shot at redeeming this lost season. And because without miles gear, that defense isn't as good with all, with all of that stuff that went on, you know, your team suffered from this, but what do you do? You go to the, movies and you wear a t-shirt that says Pittsburgh started it now on one level I love this kind of foolishness I really do and I think that I would have a different opinion if this team had been winning 
But because you are the biggest underachiever in the last maybe 10, 15 years, I have to think about it. I would really have to think about it. But you're the biggest underachiever in years. Your season, again, after all of these weighty expectations and lofty expectations for your organization, that you, you fail again. You won't get close to the playoffs. It's over for you guys. And still, you want to wear a T-shirt that says Pittsburgh started it. So now you are just disrespecting the whole process and you are not providing leadership for your team that is a stupid thing to do and again you pay for it with a loss in pittsburgh and it's just the t-shirt had nothing to do with the loss it didn't but it does speak to the fact that yeah we have a frat boy who's leading this organization and these are billion dollar corporations now this is not your mom and dad's nfl where you know anybody can put together a few investors and go get an nfl team no this is this is huge huge big the biggest business you can get in of that ilk so, but this is how you choose to provide leadership. This is why your team is where you are. It had nothing to do with the t-shirt, but it does have everything to do with the leadership and the mentality of that organization that led up to Miles Gary getting kicked out forever and a day. Although I think he'll be back at the beginning of 2020, but <laughs> Freddie Kitchens, man, Hey, it was a nice one and done, but you are a big dummy. You big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> with that before i let go hey before i let go i want to thank you guys so glad to be back want to remind you you can go to the wagesworldproductions.com website and of course 24 hours a day the sports talk sports line at 832-941-6614 that's 832-941-6614 and i'm telling you leave me your feedback your comments your thoughts on any and everything and of course you can reach me on social media on twitter at wagesword and of course on the sports talk with devin wade group and page a group page and fan page on facebook so all of those ways to reach out and touch me thanks so much please subscribe like share with friends and uh, tell us what you like what you don't like hit me up 832-941-6614 thanks el for checking in and uh, looking forward to doing some great things to wrap up 2019 and heading to uh, 2020 can you believe it 2020 hey and as always have a great day.